Building a company from nothing is freaking hard. Us entrepreneurs are expected to deal with unimaginable challenges and somehow keep a cool head through it all. This is The Art of Entrepreneurship, and I'm your host, Jackie Hermes. I grew my company, Excelity, from zero to seven figures with no partners and no funding. The Art of Entrepreneurship is a show where we cut through the BS and dig into what it actually takes to start and grow a company. If you give me your time, I promise it won't be wasted. Now let's get to work. Today's Startup Survival episode is on cash flow, which is something I am most definitely not an expert at, so I decided to bring on our first guest ever. Very exciting. Cash flow, especially for bootstrapped companies like mine, is one of the most important lifelines of a company. I have not always been amazing at optimizing cash flow. I've let clients sign with extended payment terms, basically acting like the bank for them, giving them more time with their cash while I had to pay my people on time still. Not going after late paying clients hard enough, etc. I've done many, many things that have hurt our cash flow. This has caused me to cut it way too close on making payroll a number of times during the almost nine years that I've been building my company. That's why I brought my husband, Ryan, a CPA and CFO, into the finance seat of my company a few months ago. It is fitting that he's my very first guest. I'm sure he's thrilled to be here. I just told him to stop looking at me while I was recording. (laughs) Yesterday, when we decided he was going to be my first guest, I texted him, want to be my first guest, and then I made him pull up a chair right next to me to record this. So welcome, Ryan. Now, my guest spots are not going to be like other podcasts. I will keep to my promise. Every episode is still going to be 10 minutes or less. That means we're not spending half the time digging into Ryan's experience and expertise, blah, blah, blah. He's got the experience. You can trust him. I'm going to leave his LinkedIn profile and website in the show notes along with his bio, and you can find out about him or reach out to him there. I promise, like always, there will be zero time wasted in these guest spots, only actionable advice and stories from experts. All right, let's get to it. What's up, Ryan? Hey, let's do this. Wow, we're off to a great start. (laughs) All right, so I have five, six questions for you. We're going to do a little bit of rapid fire and wrap up within the next seven minutes. Talk to me about the killers of positive cash flow. I know that there are a number of mistakes that I was making in this area, like accepting credit cards without charging clients. I just talked about extended payment terms. We have some clients that are on 60, 90 day payment terms, which really is, like I said, not helpful because I have to pay all of the people doing the work within 15 days of when it's done. So what are the main killers of positive cash flow for for small businesses? Yeah, to start, I think spending is a big one. Um, You have to look at, take a look at your spending and reduce costs where possible, Uh, especially when you're in a bit of a cash crunch. You want to take a look at those things really closely and what absolutely needs to be spent. When uh, taking a look at the spending, what vendors need to be taken care of sooner so kind of taking a look at those expenses and what and prioritizing them. So rent and payroll, those types of things would be first. And then looking at some of the other vendors and maybe postponing some of the delaying some of those payments. So you just plot that out in a list or what? I spreadsheet everything. Oh, <laughs> Your oh favorite. the man loves a spreadsheet, not my jam. Let's talk a little bit about budgeting. 
is it really necessary, especially like a few million dollar company like mine, we usually don't make budgets, although we probably should. How do you go about making a realistic budget? Making them realistic can be difficult uh, because everyone has a different version of what's real, what's attainable, and maybe what's a stretch or what's unreasonable. So just taking a look at first what your current uh, run rate is, revenue spend wise, and then expanding upon those and making some assumptions to determine what you can, where you can grow from there, maybe what costs you can reduce, what costs will be added. And again, just really sharing, I think, interaction amongst the team to understand and get everyone's buy-in on what is reasonable and what's attainable. So you're saying we should probably have a budget. I think budgets are useful <laughs> as a tool. They are not a specific roadmap. So they, you know, they, you can tear them up at any moment, but I do think it's a, it's a good tool to take a look at on a monthly basis. Kind of, are we in line with where we thought we'd be? Are we on track to where we're looking to go? That makes sense. You just said the word run rate. What does that mean? Uh, your monthly spend. So on a monthly basis, your run rate is how much are you spending a month? Are you spending twenty thousand on you know on average? Are you spending thirty thousand? What just what fits your business? What are you currently spending? And going from there. Okay, thanks for the explanation. I know that I probably wouldn't have known the definition of that a few years ago, so I appreciate it. Every entrepreneur needs a cushion. When you don't have a cushion, it sucks. And by a cushion, I mean, how much cash do you have to set aside to comfortably run the day-to-day operations of a business, like an emergency fund, if you will? What kind of cushions should each small business owner be planning for? This is another tough one uh, because, again, and you can you can Google and you'll find articles and everyone has an opinion on this one. Uh, there's plenty of guidance out there. And it's pretty similar. I think what you'll find is pretty similar with what you'll see in like personal finance is that you'll want an emergency fund of like three to six months on average, three to six months of your current expenses. So again, whatever you're spending on a monthly rate, take three to six months of that and stash it aside for that rainy day. Ooh, that's a stretch for the small business owner. And it is for me too. I love that I am throwing all these hardball questions at you. And I showed these questions to you, what, two minutes ago? You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay. One thing that I really suck at is knowing when to take advantage of an outside source of cash. It's something I almost never do. If you're going to borrow or use a line of credit, when should you do it and how? Uh, This is one, I think, soon. Immediately. Probably should have done it yesterday. Oops. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to use the source outside sources of cash right away, but I think it's really important to establish a business line of credit as soon as possible uh, upon starting your company so that it's there when you need it, if you need it. Hopefully you'll never need it, but you never know. But it's better to have it there as a rainy day. Um, and they'll use it You'll generally use it to borrow against uh, accounts receivable, or if you're a product-based company against inventory, is generally what those are collateralized against. So again, get one, talk to a bank, get one set up, uh, and again, hopefully you don't have to use it, but if you do, you got it there. 
collateralize. I am not sure that I know what that means, but thank you. I appreciate that. I still, I have a line of credit and for some reason I still fear using it. And it's something that I personally need to get more comfortable with. All right. Two more questions. So you just started working with my company a few months ago. What are we doing wrong in regards to our finances and our cash flow? This is a loaded question. <laughs> Don't answer wrong. Right? Uh, what's the acceptable answer here? Uh, uh, no. Uh, <laughs> I don't think there's nothing wrong. Everything, um, it's one of those, I think cash, cash can be managed daily, weekly, monthly. And again, to me, it just comes down to monitoring what you take a look at, what you measure. You know, it gets improved. So if you are actively managing it, the cash flow will improve. But again, this is one, and I think you touched on it before with customer payment terms and vendor payment terms make a world of difference. So manage those, try to negotiate as advantageous as possible. That makes a lot of sense. All right, last but not least, if listeners today are walking away with just one lesson out of everything we just talked about for the last nine minutes, what is the most important thing that they need to know about optimizing their cash flow? Uh, I think it's really the bank financing. Get those lines of credits in place so that you have it before you need it because you don't want to wait till you're at that point where you need to make payroll and don't have the cash and then need to go to a bank and ask for it. So get it in place, get it set up. Mm, I've been there a time or two and it is really not a fun place to be. All right, short and sweet, keeping these to under 10 minutes. If you enjoyed today's episode, you got even one nugget out of it, please share it with a friend, send it to someone that you think will benefit and I will see you next time.